So I have a question for you. Would you consider yourself to be a late bloomer? I know that I certainly consider myself to be one, and I always have been. And that's tough in a society and a culture that rewards and loves early bloomers. But I think it can be a good thing. So I want to share with you five ways that I think you can make peace with being a late bloomer. This is Invincible Career, and I'm Larry Cornett. I want to start with a quote from a book that was written by Rich Carlgard. It's called Late Bloomers, The Hidden Strengths of Learning and Succeeding at Your Own Pace. And I have a link to get that book. It's in the newsletter. So if you want to go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com, this is Are You a Late Bloomer Too? Issue 309. And the quote from the book is, while today's wonderkin culture favors early bloomers and seems to create needless barriers for late bloomers, in fact, we late bloomers have our own amazing strengths that lead to success and fulfillment. And these qualities, curiosity, compassion, resilience, equanimity, insight, and wisdom, are conferred only with time. So I've always been a late bloomer. And it's not my imagination. It's not an exaggeration. I definitely progressed on a slower and more deliberate timeline than most other people, at least most of my peers. And if I look back on my life, you know, I was... I was small for my age when I was like in grade school and junior high. I was, you know, I reached maturity a lot uh, later than my other peers. <laughs> and I don't feel like I physically matured. I kept growing you know, even after high school. So I didn't really physically mature until my 20s. So I was a late bloomer when it came to my my physical growth. I didn't have a serious relationship until I was 18. I was out of high school. So late bloomer there too. I screwed up my first year of college, dropped out, eventually came back, and I graduated, but now much later than my peers. When I applied to graduate school at the ancient age of 25 years old, <laughs> I was considered so old that my advisor recommended that I address the issue head-on in my application letters. I remember writing about that. I married later than my friends. And I have to say, you know, I grew up in Nebraska. So people got married a little bit earlier in Nebraska and certainly back in the days when, when I got married. But we also had our first child much later than my friends as well. I was over 30 when I started my first solo business. And I was in my late 40s when I founded my first tech startup. I didn't seriously start working out and lifting weights until I was in my 40s. I mean, jeez. <laughs> Late bloomer, yeah. And it feels like I've only truly started feeling calm and more confident now that I'm in my 50s. So that took a while too. Yeah, no one would ever 
I think, describe me as an early bloomer. So I'm curious, dear listeners, um, I had this poll, I think I put it on LinkedIn and and Twitter, and I'm going to ask you here, do you think of yourself as a late bloomer too? During your lifetime, have you ever felt like you were one step behind your peers in things like physical development or reaching full maturity, your professional achievements, finding success in your life? Or those magical markers of adulthood, or at least they used to be. Getting married, having children, buying a home, things like that. Unfortunately, many of us, myself included, have experienced a great deal of stress and anxiety due to the cultural pressure to hurry up, figure out our lives, and chase society's definition of success. And when you always feel like you're trying to catch up with other people, the people around you, it really does a number on your self-esteem and your self-confidence. You feel like you're behind all the time. You feel like you're behind your friends and behind your peers. Maybe you feel like you just are never good enough. And that can happen when you're always trying to catch up. You find yourself sprinting for some mythical finish line that was established by someone else. And I want to talk about this a little bit later. It's, it actually may not be right for you at all. In your darkest moments, you feel like a failure as you watch your peers passing you by. You become frustrated and discouraged when you watch your friends achieve great success. And I have some friends who've become multimillionaires, a few who've actually become billionaires. That's the double-edged sword of working in Silicon Valley in tech. And so at some point, you just start to wonder if you should just give up. And I think part of this is the idea of success, having some sort of schedule, or even worse, an expiration date. It's deeply flawed. You aren't a failure if you haven't achieved your society's definition of success in your 20s or 30s. We all develop on a different timeline. Also, this supposed race that we're running, it's actually a one-person event. It's not a race. I mean, it's great to be ambitious. You should push yourself. You should try to improve and get better. But much of this peer-to-peer competition that is encouraged, at least I know in American culture, and I know it's in other cultures too, it's disastrous for our emotional well-being. The only comparison you should be making is to your past self. And take a look at that and say, are you doing better now than you were last year? Are you a better person than you were yesterday? Are you still learning and growing? Are you starting to figure out what you really want? What makes you happy? And what fulfillment means for you? Our culture's fascination with these young early bloomers is so wrong because it's so fatalistic. 
it makes us think that beyond a certain age, we are what we are. We've achieved everything we're going to achieve. And we will never be something more. We won't accomplish anything greater. We start to believe that things are set in stone as we grow older. People talk about this all the time. It's like, yeah, you're getting older. You can't learn. You can't grow. You can't adapt. And that's a big thing that's behind all the ageism in hiring, especially in tech. So you're either a success by 30, you're either the next Mark Zuckerberg, or it's now clear that you never will be a success, at least not in their eyes. And if you haven't achieved your dreams by now, well, just give up. Settle for less. You're done. Head to your local bar if it's open. <laughs> if, you can, if you can go, if you're not in quarantine, and drink away your sorrows. And I think that's complete horse hockey. I'm going to keep this clean. We don't have to accept that fate. I'm in my 50s now. And I'm still changing all the time. It seems like, I feel like I'm a different person every 10 years. Pretty radically. My career has changed. My life has changed. I feel very different. And I don't know if you're old enough to have experienced this, but you continue to change as you grow older. And if anything, I'm even more aware of what makes me feel happy and fulfilled. So I'm continuously improving. I'm adjusting my career. I'm building a business. And I'm changing my life. I'm going to be changing it again soon. <laughs> I mean, what is the alternative? Think about that. What's the alternative? To just settle? To settle for being miserable? No way. That's not acceptable. So there are five ways to make peace with that. To make peace with being a late bloomer. And I want to go into that. And if you're a little bit older, you've probably watched a few early achievers, these early bloomers, stagnate or burn out. Because despite our society's fascination with it, early success is no guarantee of lasting success. There are plenty of examples of young superstars who flamed out and faded away. It is a cliche, but it is true Life is a marathon, not a sprint. However, that metaphor isn't entirely applicable in this situation either because there is no finish line. And I've talked about that before too. I don't believe in retirement. I don't believe in a finish line. I don't believe that you're ever done. So how you feel while you're running this marathon, that matters more. If you're stressed, if you're feeling anxious, if you're miserable every day, what's the point? What do you think you're going to win at the end of this mythical race? And where you're running or where you're trying to go in your life. All of that matters too. I mean, what's the point of sprinting to this mythical finish line if you hate where 
you're running every day, if you hate the way you're living your days, what's the point of that? And are you on the right path anyway? Do you, are you going to end up where you want to be? I know I sure wasn't, but I was so busy sprinting and chasing some meaningless dream of wealth and success and the Silicon Valley dream that I hadn't really stopped to think about the long-term picture. Like, where is this rat race taking me? I wasn't on the right path. I used to be so stressed about being a late bloomer, but I'm not anymore. I feel very differently about it now. I've finally hit my stride. Yeah, it took me a long time. Well, I guess that's the definition of a late bloomer. And I'm enjoying the journey. I'm no longer racing to be somewhere. I'm not looking for some destination. I stopped putting off enjoying life until that mythical retirement date in the future that I don't believe in. I'm focused on building a business and building a life that I can enjoy right now. I want every day to be good right now. And in my 50s, my health is better than ever, which is bizarre, but true. My self-confidence is stronger than ever before. I know what I want and I know what I don't want. And I don't give a damn about what other people think about that anymore. It used to bother me. I used to care. I don't, I don't care. It doesn't matter. They don't have to live my life. So if you're listening to this and you know or you feel like you're a late bloomer like me, it's time for you to embrace it too. Here's how you can start doing that right now. So the first thing is realize that it's never too late. Don't ever feel like it's too late to have what you want in life. Don't give in to some feeling of hopelessness. History has shown us that talented people, driven people, smart people, they're able and capable of having amazing success for the rest of their lives all the way to the end. If you're paying attention to the news this year, you probably noticed that Richard Branson, at the age of 70, became one of the first people to ride in his own spacecraft. <laughs> I mean, out of the Earth's atmosphere and into space. At 70, he is one driven person. And grit and determination matter. If you've listened to Angela Duckworth's talk, her TED Talk on grit, I highly encourage if you haven't, but you will see that it matters. It makes a huge difference in who is successful for the rest of their lives. And I know people who are still pursuing their big dreams in their 70s and 80s, getting PhDs, writing books, becoming a painter, traveling the world. So it's never too late. Don't give up. The second thing is you have to stop the comparison contest. You have to stop comparing yourself to other people in all the wrong ways. I know you've heard this advice before. We all have. We tell each other, don't do it. <laughs> we tell our friends not to do it. And yet we keep doing it. 
and sometimes it is a conscious comparison. You know, I have all my friends in Silicon Valley. Some of them have taken their companies public. Some have been acquired. And so I see the news and it's like, hey, my friend just took his company public. He's now a billionaire. And you can't help but look at yourself and say, well, what have I accomplished? I'm not a billionaire. It's a dangerous, slippery slope. And sometimes it's a subconscious comparison that's just in the back of your mind. As you're scrolling through your Instagram feed and you see your friends doing exciting things on an amazing vacation. I was watching another multimillionaire friend of mine traveling the world for several weeks. And I had to like shut my brain off and say, stop thinking about this as some kind of contest or some type of comparison. Just be happy for him. Because you'll never be happy if you keep comparing yourself to other people. And that's the thing. I've talked with people who've been incredibly successful. And they're always looking up the ladder and they're like, well... I'm successful, but I'm not as successful as that person. I'm a billionaire, but I'm not a multi-billionaire. Even people who are incredibly successful and you think would be beyond all this, when they keep playing that comparison contest, it, it tears them apart. And you also have no idea what is really going on in these people's lives. I know some folks that I thought had it all, When I was looking at their public life, so I see what they're sharing on Facebook and Instagram and you think, wow, they've got, they've got it all. They have the perfect life. But then you discover later that it's not true. I mean, it's a facade. You find out later their personal life is actually a bit of a disaster. So you're comparing your full life, your private life and public life to someone else's public life what they're showing on stage. So you just have to stop and you have to start using yourself as your one and only progress indicator, as a ruler to measure success. Only compare yourself to your past self. Once you start doing that, the whole game changes for the better. So the third thing that I think is important as a late bloomer, is to keep dreaming and keep dreaming big. Always be dreaming about the things that you want, the things you want to achieve. doesn't matter that you got a later start than some people. And I talked about this in a story, why dreaming big isn't a waste of time. And I linked that in the newsletter. So if you go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com, you could check that out. I think that dreaming gives you a clarity of purpose that does something really interesting. It lights up opportunities that start coming your way, things that you wouldn't have noticed. It allows you to seize the moment instead of things sliding by. And it never has to stop. You don't have to give up. You don't have to act like, oh, I've done all I'm going to do in my life. It's too late. I don't know who decided that You could put an expiration date on dreams, but it doesn't have to be that way. Learning and growing, it keeps you young. 
chasing new and exciting goals keeps you going. So the fourth thing is to keep making plans. Always be planning. I find that it's so inspirational because dreams, yeah, dreams are inspiring and they can help you recognize opportunities. They have their place, but you'll need a plan to put those ideas into motion and to actually take action. So you have to plan and be ready and execute. And I'm not talking about the plans that you make for your job. I'm sure you already do a lot of that. I certainly did in my job. It was constant planning. (laughs) So yeah, you're going to be doing planning for your job professionally. But this is about making plans for your personal life and the goals that you want that are totally independent of your work. If you're a late bloomer, you have a lifelong curiosity that serves you very well. So use it, tap into it, keep exploring and keep planning your next adventure. And then finally, you got to build your habits. I've talked about this before. I had Matt East on the podcast a couple months ago and he had a great bunch of advice about making habits and executing your habits every day. I mean, discipline and persistence and making progress, it matters more than you could imagine. James Clear talks about that in his book, Atomic Habits. You've probably heard of it. Consistently making small changes and improvements in your life will accumulate amazing results over time. I've always been a late bloomer and it used to bother me so much. It did. It bothered me tremendously. But I've increasingly learned to appreciate it over my lifetime. It took a while. (laughs) Late bloomer about realizing he's a late bloomer and it's okay to be a late bloomer. I mean, I may be slower to find my path forward. I have been, but it feels better and better all the time. And it's helped me avoid kind of crazy fits and starts and massive failures. I feel like I've been much slower and more intentional about carving my life into the shape that I want, slowly revealing more and more of what it was meant to be. But more than anything, I've focused on making my happiness, my success, and my fulfillment about me and what is right for me versus comparing myself to other people. I finally learned that I don't want what they have. More importantly, I don't want to live the life they are forced to live to have what they have. So it's never too late to commit to your own path of personal success and fulfillment. As a late bloomer, it's never too late. And the alternative is unacceptable anyway, to just settle. You don't have to play the same game that early bloomers play. It's a different game for late bloomers. And I think it can be incredibly fulfilling. 
So I want to take a moment and talk a little bit about my private community. And it's, um, it's interesting. I think there's a bunch of late bloomers in there too. Given the early poll results that I'm seeing, a number of my uh, connections and friends and, and colleagues and people who know me think of themselves as late bloomers as well. So the community is very supportive. It's a private community of other ambitious professionals who help each other. We help each other become more successful, more fulfilled in our working lives. We give each other support and feedback. So if you go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com, you can subscribe and you'll become a member of this premium community. And we have exclusive office hours every week where you can talk with me and the other community members. I have a weekly prompt that comes out on Mondays. It's something that we talk about. It's always about professional development and growth and career opportunities and entrepreneurship. So I'd I'd love to see you there. It'd be fantastic to have you be a part of the community. If you have any uh, comments or you want to discuss this in more detail, or if you'd like to ask me some additional questions, you can go to newsletter.invinciblecareer.com. This is Are You a Late Bloomer 2? Issue 309. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you would like to follow upcoming releases of the show, please subscribe. And as always, I appreciate your ratings and reviews. Thank you. If you would like to learn more about Invincible Career and the podcast, you can visit InvincibleCareer.com. Until next time, I wish you the best of luck in becoming an opportunity magnet for the best things in life.